Okay, wait. Lena just texted me. Uh, CJ hates single red roses because of me being a shady lady. And so now I have more questions than answers. So, like, yeah. can you elaborate when on we that? First, when we first started hanging out, uh, so we met on January 26th, and then we went on a date. This and is so- not going in the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> joining us for the very, very first time. This is Icon or Wycon, the show where we break down your favorite film universes one film at a time, and we decide if they stand the test of time or not. I am here, as always, with my hetero life mate, the Amanda Waller, to my Rick Flag, Mr. CJ LaRoche. CJ LaRoche, how you doing? Did you just call me a sociopath? I did. I did, but you I meant You compared me to the villain... <laughs> Of the movie, I you know I was, I was going with for like a, a movie filled with villains, and you vilified me. I'll are take you, it. Are you? Okay? I'll take it. She's I badass, mean, and and Viola Davis, Davis is, is amazing in this movie. So, is it Viola or Viola? I've heard it so sure, many different ways. I'm pretty sure it's Viola Davis, but Ms. like Davis, if you're nasty, <laughs> you know what I mean. I Jesus. <laughs> Good lord. Well, anyway, hi, Andrew. Welcome to Icon or Wycon. I'm a little hot. My mic's a little hot. So turn that bad boy down. I'm running a little hot. Let's see. Hot, hot mic. We got, a, we got a hot mic. Yeah, I hope that's better. hope that's better. Anyway. I think it'll be okay. Glad we cleared that up. Yeah. Uh, what, are we, what are we here for? We're going to talk about the next film in the DCEU. We're here to talk about Suicide Squad. Now, how come the DC gets an E when the MC just is an it just is an MC? I don't understand. I don't either. But you know, it's funny when they started calling it the DCEU. A lot of the blogs I was reading kind of shit on them about that. They're like, oh, I guess that's what we're calling it. It's got an extra letter. Doesn't make sense. It's well, it's the DC Extended Universe, right? But it's it it is in and of itself the universe. Well, no, I think part of that was by the time the film universe started happening, there was already a thriving television culture like thriving to the point that it was a big deal that they cast ezra miller as the flash and not grant gustin who had been successful oh, TV show. so i think the eu came because not yep. like the marvel yep. television shows were kind of attached tangentially to the marvel movies yes the dc right. television shows were completely separate they were their own universe and it would be it would be the dcc you and if the flash wanted to leave it would be flexit I I just I can't man. <laughs> I want to go there with you, but I'm too tired. <laughs> that was terrible. That was so terrible. Flex so it. Bad. The more I think Flex about it, the more it. I like it, but it's still terrible. <laughs> Listen, I'm just auditioning to be a dad. So all right, you know, well. that's what I, that's what I'm working out over here. You know, I'm taking pictures of myself doing things like that. So. Sniffing. Making bad jokes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Come here, Sonny. I know it's so gross. Ah, oh, well, let's focus. We got to stay on topic. We got to stay on topic. We're not. We can't. It's yeah. it's too much. The movie has the movie like us tonight is just all over the place. It really is all over the place in a million different ways. Uh, starting with the fact that there's three prologues. There's so much happening in the in the middle. Now this is um. 
well, you called it an information dump. A data right? dump, yes. A data dump, a data dump. We've got like 40 minutes of that because oh, we can't possibly God. do seven standalone movies for, you know, and well, six, and then the Steven Seagal character would, would have made seven. Um, we can't do all those movies, right? So we have to we have to tell the audience right away, like who all these who all these characters are, and it's hard, right? Because these are beloved comic book characters that, excuse me, that you just alluded to have been given you know extra life in the TV and and the cartoons, right? Like Mark oh, yeah. Hamill's Joker is kind of signature. So you know, Harley Quinn is as tough, to right? Like, the animated series. Yeah, exactly. She, and so has a reverse. Uh, growth trajectory yeah and then that's why i was i was wondering and i was watching it and there was you know the way they were introduced um i was like is this doing is this doing them justice is this the only way to do it efficiently you know or and at the same time like it was it was kind of cool like i don't mind that guy at cinema sins has he has such a big problem with narration Mm -hmm. right like i don't have a problem with narration especially when it's done well right sure. like so yeah, yeah. i like so i sort of i sort of love that stuff um and you know the way the characters were introduced and the soundtrack so like i was i was into it like it it, it definitely caught me i knew that people had feelings about this movie but as i was watching it you know right from the jump and, and getting introduced to these characters that way i was okay with it how about like where where, where do you stand on that well so here's the thing i when i saw this movie i wasn't upset about it at all i actually had a really good time on the rewatch i have to say that first 45 minutes made me miserable uh, wow uh, on the rewatch while watching it for a year and part of that might be that we've spent uh 26 weeks now really really critically thinking about movies um whereas, <laughs> we sure whereas, have, whereas i used to do it in passing and it was just like a, a party trick that i did to digest a movie and now i actually do it so when i watch the movie mm-hmm. for the episode i really think about it and sometimes they don't get a fair shake from me because I'm in that headspace now. Uh, but yeah. uh, I try to be impartial. And that first 45 minutes, I, I literally leaned over to Bart. I was just like, I never want to see this movie again. I like, So like, wow. it's a mess. It's a mess. So we see uh, uh, some Deadshot story. We see some Harley Quinn story. Then we have Amanda Waller kind of telling us what the movie we're going to watch is and introducing us to June Moon. And then that whole thing happens. And then we go back and we meet the characters again. But we meet two yeah. characters we already met with with right. the flashback supercuts and these colorful like things. They'll have their own fonts and whatnot. And and we meet them again sort of haphazardly until un- – except we don't meet the one that's going to die later because he's the one that's going to die later. So they put no effort into introducing us to him. And then we right. meet Tana on the plane later. It just it takes forty five minutes. Don't, we still don't know. We, we still no, don't know who she is. We have no we idea who she is. They kind of give us some more information about her in Act Three with the Soul Sword, and it's just like it right. is a mess of storytelling. That said, once we pick up Amanda Waller, the movie really is very interesting and a lot of fun because they're seeing them. Yeah. Do, it, they they struggle so hard now. Uh, I want to get a little into the mythos of the creation of this film because it's directly tied into stuff we're going to be talking about in the coming weeks with the Snyder Cut movement okay. for Justice I'll Venmo you a quarter for mythos. I'll Venmo Thank it to you. you. Thank you. Appreciate that. Yeah. So, like, uh, this movie is famously heavily re-edited and heavily reshot. 
And part, yes, there is an there there is an air cut that we have not seen yet. Yeah, we just found out that the air cut exists. He had been right. saying otherwise for a long time, and then you just yeah. find out quietly that we we've been getting more information via Twitter, and apparently mm-hmm. the original opening sequence was us seeing June Moon getting possessed by the enchantress that was supposed to be the opening going sequence. going through that whole trauma going, that whole trauma and then introducing us to amanda waller and they right changed it to show flash. the headshot and the harley quinn sequence at the top instead and turn into flashbacks yeah. they rely on flashbacks and they rely on words on the screen to tell us what's happening so heavily which is interesting because the studio complaints for batman v superman was that the plot was overly complicated and they have, in trying to efficiently get this plot out to us, they have overcomplicated the narrative. It's fascinating the fucking mistakes that this Warner Brothers has made in compiling this universe. Because I, I would, I would much rather see the grit and the nastiness, right? Because Gotham and Arkham and Metropolis, those are dirty ass places. Yeah. Right. Like they're corrupt places, and. The way that they have like <laughs> meddled in these filmmakers in the Snyderverse, right? It's it's pathetic. It's it's they've ruined. They've shot themselves in the face. It's meddling. So I'm going to give you some more info, just because I think you'll inter- you'll think it's interesting and it goes with what we're talking about. So we talked about in Batman v Superman how one of the things they trimmed out was him communing with Steppenwolf, right? Yes. Right. So, yes. the original plot of this movie was not supposed to include Incubus. The original plot of right. the movie was that Steppenwolf was controlling Enchantress with a mother box. Yes. And that, to and see that, if the invasion would be possible. The thing yeah. is, to see if Justice League would be possible. And that, and, and that was going to be the whole thing. We were introducing that thread to take along this thread. Now, when they were heavily rewriting and reshooting Justice League, they're like, no, because Steppenwolf's going to be the big bad of Justice League, so he can't be the big bad of Suicide Squad. So that's yeah. meddling number one. Diablo was not supposed to die. It makes no sense that he dies. It makes no sense that a man who can turn into fire dies in an explosion. It makes no sense. There were very some very meddlesome choices made. So much talk was given about Jared Leto's take on Joker and how method he mm-hmm. got and all the way he like sent the cast these bizarre gifts. He didn't meet Margot Robbie until shooting because he wanted their relationship to be unexpected and chaotic. Like all of these things. He's in 12 minutes of the movie? Like – he does nothing in this you movie. Could, you could cut him out of the film and it would still be a movie that made sense. Absolutely. And as much fun as I had about this movie, I still don't understand Enchantress Machine. Do they ever say that? Did I no, miss it? it? No, it's a blue light. It's yeah. a blue beam, right? So it's it's Independence Day. Yeah. It's Ghostbusters. It's like every fucking movie that we've seen. It's Man of Steel. Yeah. It's a blue beam surrounded by garbage. Yeah. <laughs> surrounded by helicopters. Oh my god, so many helicopters. So many helicopters. And and it turn and it it, be, it like uses the satellites or whatever, right? And then it shoots it back down. I mean, 
I don't I don't know what it's that crazy. does. I don't know what Incubus can do because all he all I saw him do was fight Diablo and change Enchantress outfit. So he gives like magic yeah, and, powers. And she has to use his powers, like does that weaken him in some way? I don't know. I, it's very, very unclear. And Incubus is one of Suicide Squad's most famous villains. So Incubus yeah. looks like an afterthought, and then you find out after the release that he was an afterthought. Just a big CGI Amazing. monster because they were obsessed with having a big CGI monster. Um, also, uh, there's a lot of energy put into cultivating Deadshot and his backstory, almost as though they wanted to spin him off into his own movie. Right. But I, I, you can't have a Suicide Squad where Deadshot is the lead of the movie. It doesn't make any sense. This was all about the team up. Yeah. So I don't know. I have, I have issues with the movie. That said, it's a really fun romp. And I love the reveal of Amanda Waller being the package that they're coming to pick up. I love that twist. That's a very, very nice twist. Uh, I don't understand certain plot points and behaviors, though. You know, that makes sense. Yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of problems. The, the, yeah. the movie has a lot of issues with yeah. as far as, uh, you know, the the how and the why. I mean, let's go back to the the forming of Task Force X, right? Yeah. When he when she's like, "Go get it, girl," and she's standing next to her heart. Yeah. Why Why does she go all the way to Iran when she can just take her heart? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Like, there's a sensor. There's a sensor in the box, but like, does that sensor affect her in some way? You How know, and you- it's it's interesting. It's it's like we've got to form Task Force X so they can fight one person from Task Force X. Yeah. Making oh. Enchantress the villain when she's not – she's part of the team. Yeah, so right? weird. In the comics. So weird. Also, Strange. yeah, she's like a she's like a famous backup villain. Like you call on Enchantress. Like – so yeah. now, here's the other thing that kills me. June Moon has to whisper Enchantress to call on her and she does yeah. it like, Enchantress. That killed me that she says it the same way. Now, why does she whisper Enchantress in her sleep so Enchantress can release Incubus? That makes right. no sense. Incubus has to kill people to recharge, and he starts making the machine by himself, and then she comes to him. She's like, brother, she's stabbing my heart. But like the fact that Amanda Waller had access to the heart didn't stop her from releasing Incubus. So like, what's the level of her free will? Yeah, we don't get it. It's, it's never it's, explained. No, it's, it's, very, it's very, very inconsistent. It's never explained, and, and also Harley Quinn apparently was the accomplice to Robin's murder. I still want to see it. I'd like to see it. I got to see it. Yeah, well, and that that was allegedly to tie into the Robin suit that we saw in BVS. Right. You. Right. I'd like uh, to see that odd storyline. Yeah, I would have liked to see that too. You got that information from one of those bizarre scrolls that they did where there's all this information that just pops up on the screen because they didn't put the energy into character development. No. So basically you have David Ayer. He makes this movie. Uh, The movie that he's leading up to changes. So he remakes this movie. And then what they do is trailer park Inc. The studio that made the trailer that got a lot of views on YouTube. They ask them to do a cut of the movie and they, they test each cut, they test David Ayer's cut of this reshot version of the movie against the Trailer Park Company's version of the movie. The Trailer Park Company's 
version of the movie tests better. And so the final cut is a combination of their favorite ideas from both cuts. So there is no one cohesive vision to this movie. And that's why it's a mess. It's a mess. Right. It's, a, it's, a, it's from, from an artistic and, and film perspective. Yeah. It's a, it's a hot mess from a like popcorn movie on a Sunday afternoon. Wow. It's good. Well, it's really enjoyable. The fight sequences are really crazy. Killer Croc's uh, makeup and design is out of control. And whatever those eye demons that Enchantress makes and how they kill them. Caviar heads. Yes. Anytime the Suicide Squad has to spring into action and fight the villains. It's very fun. Harley Quinn dazzles in this movie. Her chemistry with oh, they all do. is amazing. The the acting the acting in this movie is top of the notch. It's really great. It, yeah, it kind it's of, as good as it gets. Kind of punches Starring me. Greg Kinnear. <laughs> I love that movie. Kind of punches me in the feels for Jai Courtney though. Like you love Jai Courtney. I I do I do because I feel like we just don't give him a fair shake. He's always like he's like he's like a poor man's Jeremy Renner. Like he's almost helping sure. a franchise, you know. I mean, yeah, it's the same. It's the same. It's the same thing, right? Like as as Hawkeye in the Marvel movies doesn't have that much to do in this movie. Boomerang doesn't doesn't really have that much to do. No, and he doesn't you cultivate know? a relationship with Harley like they all do. Like, and then he's not really like fleshed out at all. He just kind of throws Boomerang. No, we just know he was a good robber, but we see none of the skills that he was hired to do right means a play right and the one time that the one time that something gets thrown like in a pivotal moment he doesn't throw it yeah i guess because it would come back i guess because the c4 would come back i guess i don't know it makes no sense they're so they go through all this effort to establish what they're good at and then they don't utilize what they're good at also i need to talk about it's such an obvious reshoot error when joel kinnaman says you guys are free that whole bar scene that is actually quite charming he says you guys are yeah. free. Captain Boomerang runs away. And then when they're on the uh-huh. street doing their right stuff, slow walk, he comes back and they're like, yeah. It's just there. It just yeah. There's so much that doesn't make sense. That said, Joel Kinnaman and Will Smith scene in the bar, so good. Oh, yeah. No, Joel Kinnaman does a fantastic job. I mean, I go back to The Killing. Mm-hmm. Right? You see yeah. that, that oh. series? Oh, he yeah. is – He's phenomenal, and him and Will Smith do a lot of the heavy lifting of the you know the emotion of this movie. Yeah, and they they just nail it. And poor, I mean, he's got so much exposition that he has to give us. Like he basically is Captain Exposition, not Captain Rick Flag. He really is. You know, but he does it. But he does it well, and it's 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 interesting. And 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 he make you know he sells it. It's very believable, which is all I ask for. Oh, he's so good. You know? I, I wish they would have taken a little bit more time to understand him and June Moon's relationship. Also, well, they did in the in the original version. Yeah, and that's just gone. Right. It's just gone. We're supposed gone. to just believe that, like, oh well, of course, I knew that he would fall for her, like that. It was Amanda's master plan manipulating them. It seems her plan is fucked. Pro- Here we go. This movie is two hours of what's the plan? What's the plan? So yep. much has to go right for Amanda Waller's plan to work, and then it goes wrong, and the second plan doesn't even make sense. What is nope. the plan? What's the plan? You know, it's, it's uh, well, the, the real plan, I want to know what the plan is for us to manufacture the helicopters that they use in this movie, because they're, you, you are indestructible oh, yeah. inside of a crashing helicopter. 
Yeah, Joker survived that, huh? He survived it. Yeah. But again, apparently, again, like here we are, like there's another version where he shows up and he's like cooked in his face and whatever. But I mean, it, you didn't have to cr- you didn't have to crash instantly, explode it. You yeah. could have just crashed it, right? Because we've watched now at that point two helicopters full of people crash and not a scratch. But no, we have to explode that one. We know he's not dead. Yeah. You ready for this? Stop, like that's that's a lot of the problem that I have with these 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 DCC seventeen movies. Okay, <laughs> they don't they they don't believe that we know what's going on. Yeah, like they think we're stupid, or they're just like, well, it doesn't fucking matter. I don't know which is worse. I know it's like me pretending that the car alarm is not going off right now while we're trying to record this episode, but it is going off right now. That car alarm's going off. I actually yeah. muted my mic earlier during a siren yeah. that I had when I wasn't talking. I muted it, my mic. I know. I noticed you did that. You're just better than me. <laughs> what can I say? In in all ways except making three X's on a page. <laughs> I'm so good at that. Nobody that's listening to this understands what that means, but it's for us. <laughs> so here's my question. You were saying... You were saying about what's the plan, or did we get past that? Like, we are we good? Are we satisfied with that segment? I want to talk about a different okay. thing with you really quick. So okay, let's do it. There are so many things in this movie that happen because movie. I want to go through a couple of them, and I want you to just give a 10-second justification for why. All right? There's a lot of things that happen in this movie because racism, too. Well, yeah. Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Jesus Christ. It is it is unfortunate. <laughs> So ready for this. Uh, Diablo goes through his story twice. You ready for this mouth trumpet? That's really attractive. Are you ready to listen? Are you ready to listen now? Y'all ready to listen? Oh my God. The second time. What is wrong with you today? All right. So Diablo goes through his story twice much like you went through the you already for this twice diablo did it twice and i want to know why for both but just diablo right now why did you go through okay. the story twice with the killing of the family yeah so once was for us yeah. and once was for the characters in the movie that's right okay that's all right. right because that's we right. needed it because we needed it at that time see it's lazy fucking writing lazy writing because we needed to know at that moment, because we are so stupid that we couldn't have possibly remembered it from the first time. All right. Next question. That was a good justification. Uh-huh. I appreciate you. Thank you. Next question. Thank you. When Harley Quinn is trying to escape with Joker and she slow uh-huh. walks up to the helicopter and Amanda yep. Waller notices that her charge isn't going off. Right. Nobody shoots her. Nobody does. Nobody shoots her. She gets away and she needs to rely on Deadshot. So nobody shoots her so she can no, have because, a conversation with Deadshot later and threaten him. Because if stand up to because her. if Rick because if Rick Flag had shot her, that would have been the end of the movie. Okay, so cause movie. I have a third cause movie mm-hmm. for you. You ready for this? Don't yep. sing it. Why didn't Amanda put a nano charge in June Moon? Maybe far away, <laughs> or maybe real nearby. I don't have an answer for you. Right? But I did have a song. I know. I appreciate that. Last one. 
How did Amanda survive those tendrils that were coming out of her head the last time we saw her? Because we needed her to be plugged in so that we could blow up a secret base and an aircraft carrier. But we couldn't blow up the place where the people that were in charge were. Nope. That Amanda Waller had clearly been to several times before. Couldn't do that. Also, when she emerges from that fray, when she emerges, she's like, it's like she just got out, like just left her house to go to work on a Tuesday. She looks No scratches. Right? Like she, (laughs) I bet you Ms. Davis was like, you know what? I think that actually my character would show up looking fierce as fuck. So that's just what it's going to be. I think I'm Viola Viola Davis. I I trust that she's actually smarter than that. I bet that's a reshoot, and she just walked on set. She's just like, okay, because if you look at the trailer footage, even, <laughs> even the scene of her eating the steak, even that opening sequence of her eating the steak and talking uh-huh. about forming the Suicide Squad was reshot. Yeah, like they reshot this movie s extensively, exponentially, indeed. Another thing that I actually loved about this movie, though, okay, 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 was the use of color. I love that it was yeah. bright and colorful, and I thought that was super interesting. A great contrast to BVS because BVS was dark and grayscale, and I was here for the color story of heroes are dark and grayscale, villains are bright and colorful and crazy and interesting. I was actually here for that storytelling aspect of it. I wish they would have continued to pay that off because the juxtaposition of the two worlds is interesting. And seeing Batman inhabit this world that was so colorful and different was actually very, very cool. Oh, yeah. The the image of him decked in darkness on top of the car. Uh, Yeah, no. Especially with Batman and Deadshot in the alley. Oh yeah, right? very cool. But even even in the even in the dark alley, and and Deadshot has on the sort of brighter jacket, and his daughter's in white. Right? No, it's gorgeous. It, yeah, the, the film is expertly made. Well, David Ayer is a great filmmaker. Right? Yeah, like it's it's beautifully shot, and there's a lot of wonderful, like you say, color and the music. I think you know, even though it's like every song, every top forty song in the it, in the world. The music gets to be right. a little too much for me, man. And I'm a music man. But oh. That, that soundtrack is distracting. You're a what? You're a what? A music man. Oh, you're music man. Do you sell clarinets to the kids in the town? <laughs> ah! Um, yeah. No, they, I, it, it was too much I for me. I just want to say to everybody, I am not on drugs. <laughs> it's just been a long day. I understand. I believe you. But yeah, like, I love that it was colorful. I love that it was bright. The soundtrack was too much for me. Wasn't too much for me. Really? Yeah, you, you like, I'm wrong. Great. Well, you liked it. And that's great. You're, you're entitled to like it. It's just that every, every character had their own song. Every slow walk had their own song. Yeah. Sympathy for the devil playing when fucking Amanda Waller gets introduced. On the nose and oh, give me more of it. It was so obvious. I wasn't here for it. I just, you know, it was a little bit too much. It, it In that moment, I thought it really wanted to be Guardians of the Galaxy, which had a very lit soundtrack for a reason. He's listening to his Walkman. So the soundtrack is yes, relevant. I see what you're saying. Soundtrack right. is relevant to the no. movie. This movie was like desperately trying to be Guardians of the Galaxy. It was trying to be everything Marvel right down to having a mid credit scene. 
Yeah, which I appreciate, you know. You love a mid-credit scene. I love a mid-credit scene. I have one beef I about watched that. watched all the way to the end. I was You thought there was going to be a more. post. Yeah, there's no post. There's no post because they were reshooting the movie. So um, <laughs> now here's my thing, though. Amanda Waller gives Batman all of this metahuman information, right? Yes. This is probably information that he kind of already has, some of it, because we see that there's the headshots of Flash and Aquaman in there. And then he's like, Who's better- the kid? It was the kid Flash. The kid is Flash. Kid is Flash, yeah, yeah. Okay. So when he's like, You better put a stop to it, or my friends will. You haven't formed the Justice League yet. What friends? Yeah. Yeah. And also, like, you're going to have to do that anyway. Yeah. Right? Because like, you're going to send the Suicide Squad in again. Also, where are we? Midway City. Midway City? Is yeah. that a thing in the comics? Yeah. Anyway, on the whole, like, I just think there were some clumsy storytelling things in an otherwise good movie. I have a complicated relationship with that movie, with this movie. And the first 45 minutes, I could not. So confusing. You hate the first 45. I, I bet you if I went back and watched that movie again right now, I would still like it. Really? Because I think that's my – I think it's my kind of movie, man. Yeah. I think I love a flashback. I love a long tro. I love a montage. I get that. My thing is it just takes too long to coalesce. And if we're going to do this thing where we introduce all these characters and we make them work together, we either need to get to that rather quickly and then put them in actions that teach me about them or Mm. give – yes. Or give a, a very clear exposition period for Act 1, so when we get to the mission in Act 2, I understand what I'm seeing. What they did was they made neither of those decisions. So right. they spend all of this time supercutting all of this information that we should know in an interesting way. When we need to know it later on in the movie, they just tell us again. And then the final battle sequence involves none of the things that none of the attributes that they have told us about twice by the time they get to that. That's what bugs me about the way this story is told. Yeah. I will say as far as the ending goes, it is nice that we get to see their motivations. Yes, that is right? nice. But we don't, but listen, let me fucking finish. Oh my God. What? <laughs> <laughs> no, what happened in that moment? I actually, I stopped looking at you and started looking at me and got so excited to see me playing the dramatic moment. Yeah, that you that I got wrapped up in it, and that's why it like it escalated. Listen, I really appreciate. Um, no, what I was going to say is, is that <laughs> is that because because it happened in Act Three instead of Act One, like that's the issue. Yeah, right. Like, tell us, tell us about their motivations, and that's the that's the I think that's the key difference between this thing and Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy is character driven. Mm-hmm. Whereas this thing is like driven by something else. Yeah. And the question is, what is it driven by? I think it's driven by the Reddit list that people think movies should be, which is why we get movies like mm. Rise of Skywalker, where it's like, this is everything you want, right? This is ev- We put everything yeah. that tests well in a movie back to back, and that should make a movie. But that's my own baggage yeah. feeding into this. And that's a whole other conversation. Maybe we need to do a whole wrap up by, about my opinions of how these tenth pole movies get destroyed in process. It's astonishing. Yeah, it's really wild. We should take a break. 
Let's take a break. You know, CJ, I love that we have such a litany of episodes to share with our listeners. Litany, that's a great word, Andrew. I'm glad that you said that word because it makes me think of the litany of social media options that exist in the world today. Oh, look at you riffing off of me. That's fantastic. Uh, I feel like we have a wholly underutilized Instagram and Twitter that we should be engaging with our listeners on. I would like to Instagram and Twitter with our listeners. So this is going to be the at icon or ycon on Twitter, at icon or ycon on Instagram, and coming soon, icon or ycon, the YouTube channel. So please, folks, comment, subscribe. Let us know what we're doing well. It can't be that much to write. Let us know what we're doing poorly, and it'll make you feel like you can practice your grammar. Oh, I love that. I love that. And punctuation. Absolutely, because there's going to be a lot of sentences when it comes to giving us notes. But seriously, folks, we want to hear from you. Don't be shy. Get involved. Engage. And we'll keep bringing you the best of the film universes that there are. I love that. Back to the show. And we're back. We are. We've returned. CJ, did you have a good break? From the break. It wasn't much of one. We didn't really take one. We just... Oh, wait, no, we did, because we talked about the commercial stuff that we talk about during the breaks. Yeah, well, I think everybody knows those are pre-recorded at this point. Oh, okay, good. I didn't want to give it away. No, they're usually the same for about seven weeks. (laughs) (laughs) Before we finally remember, we're like, oh, shoot, we should probably re-record another one. one. Yeah, yeah. All right, in any event, I feel like it's time we move away from our conversation about the plot of this movie and move into something deeper, something more passionate, something more ephemeral. Ephemeral questions with Andrew and CJ about Suicide Squad, the movie from yesterday. <laughs> what song was that? It was a mix of songs. Oh, please. The movie. Oh, okay. Which one? I started with, is this the real life? Oh, right? So, okay. Ephemeral questions. Okay. And then Andrew and CJ, which I, in my head was, um, there is a house in New Orleans. <laughs> how was that Andrew one note? How was that? that one note, House of the Rising Sun? No, I'm telling you, I'm telling you what was happening inside of my head. Oh my gosh. Oftentimes. Okay. Oftentimes, Andrew, because I only took voice lessons for a, a little bit, mm-hmm. right? I didn't get the music th- like theory part of it. Okay. So I think things, and they don't often come out of my mouth the way that I'm thinking that they do. Okay. Well, maybe that's what makes your ephemeral question songs every week so special. That and a bag of chips. You could have <laughs> lunch. <laughs> CJ, what worked about this movie for you? (laughs) The soundtrack. Uh, No, I really like the act. I think this is one of those, this is one of those special movies where unlike Fox's X-Men, where they actually took advantage of the actors that they had in the room. Mm -hmm. You know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of really wonderful character that I saw. Okay. Right. It wasn't developed uh. by the script or the final edit. Right. I don't, I don't really know like how they did it throughout the course of the, the shooting, you know, use condoms aside. Um, <laughs> Jared Leto sent 
the extensive crew used condoms. <laughs> well, maybe our listeners don't, Andrew. I got to put you got to put it in the movie. Uh, <laughs> Accurate. Watching these people work together was it was really it was really really fucking fun, man. It was a joy to watch. Even like discount Steven Seagal. Do you know what's funny? Like, I, it, was, it was great. I love that you said that because that's actually what worked for me as well. It's it's super well acted. And I understand yeah. that a lot of it is, is reshot, but their chemistry is fire. Like these guys are yeah. having a ball together. And They're it shows having a ball together. They they know exactly who they like they know exactly who they are. Yeah. And they know what their relationship is to each other. Absolutely. You know, that that is one of that is just that is just so fucking great to watch. Um and that's why I think, you know, for me, especially watching the film for the first time, and, you know, I usually like to get a couple of watches in before I do this, but I only got one. Uh, <clears throat> I thought it was so enjoyable and such an easy watch. Yes. You know, all of the issues aside. Um, so that's what really worked for me. You've said what worked for you already. Yes, but I can elaborate a little bit. So. So, yeah, talk about the space between – the space between. So the thing is – and this is a testament to David Ayers. You really want to sing tonight. (laughs) Um, It's a testament to David Ayers' work, especially in the extensive reshoot process that now we all know was rather significant with him saying that his version of the movie is very different and includes a lot more Jared Leto. Um, It is a fun watch. All of the parts add up to something that's really, really enjoyable. When you start yanking at the threads of the activities, the actual things that made it into the film, is when it kind of starts to not hold together. Yeah. But despite some script work and some rewrites that don't really hold together, visually and acting-wise, it does hold together. And I think that really, really works about it because it's not – a disaster of a film. It is quite enjoyable. It's a storytelling mess. Yes. But it's the storytelling and screenwriting because of the way that it's put back together. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 yeah. it does feel like a Frankenstein of ideas and look like uh-huh. a Frankenstein of ideas, but it is the final product is joyous and interesting and fun. And that final fight sequence is incredible. Yes. Yeah. Very, I, I, very, very action-packed and very and very believable. Yeah, that's right? really there's cool. Ne- there's never a moment where you're like, what the fuck am I watching? Like, it's, you buy it. It's really cool. Yeah. What didn't work about this movie for you? Oh, boy. <laughs> well, you know, what didn't work for me is Harley Quinn's fall out of the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Everybody's fall in the helicopter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jared Leto's Ace Ventura impression. <laughs> uh, uh, the, the the underuse of Slipknot. Okay. It's like a beloved comic book character. Yeah, they really got to shoot him. Why we got to kill him like right away? Yeah. Uh, and the heart. Like the whole fucking crux of this plot is 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 paper thin. It's paper thin that she would not be able to take her heart back from the box, or yeah. sh- or tell me, or yeah. show me why, right? Tell me why, or show and her reaching gross, for it, <laughs> like something, do something. 
Katana, oh, Katana is a giant fail. They didn't do anything Jesus. with her. She doesn't do anything in this she, movie. Fuck's sake. Again, apparently in another version, uh, what's his butt? Not Dark Side, but. Steppenwolf? Was controlling her at one point during the fight. Right? Like Enchantress enchanted her and. Yeah, she and was they have to fight to her anyway. Yeah. Do, just complete. Just complete underusage of a great character with a lot of great motivation that I would have loved to have been explored. Like the thing that I really am am, am sick of is the two hour movie. Yeah. If you can't do it in two hours, then make it three. Right? How long is Gone with the Wind? It's like it takes you four days to watch that fucking movie, but it doesn't oh, yeah. matter because the story that gets told is is fascinating. And when you have like what 11 there's like 11 main characters in this thing and they're all fucking fascinating oh yeah like take your time so i just went through a a litany of things that didn't work for me i imagine you'll be much more thoughtful and concise when you tell us what didn't work for you well i touched on it a little bit earlier but i just find that the storytelling is uneven and the plot is unclear and i think that beyond that i think the greater failure of this version of the movie is that they do things that these characters wouldn't do for the sake of the movie, so the movie can Mm -hmm. continue happening. And a team-up movie is essentially a character study where we're supposed to understand why they work well together as a team. So basically, what I walk away from when I'm watching this movie is that Amanda Waller's is talented by accident. Do you know what I mean? Because yeah. accidentally, this all got sorted out because of their own personal choices. Nothing they did is relevant to their skill set or relevant to why she paired them together. So there's no payoff for me in that respect. I think the big bad is unclear. Enchantress and Incubus and what they're trying to accomplish, I think that's not clear. Especially because we've already seen uh, somebody try to terraform the planet and we've already seen somebody try to make a monster (laughs) and this movie does both of those things less efficiently and in a less clear manner uh so i think that doesn't really work for me about it and i think the biggest thing that doesn't work for me is that there's no reason for her to start this team right No, especially because the reason for her to start the team comes from her starting the team. Yeah, there's no reason for her to start this team. It's kind of like what we were talking about with Die Hard 5. He starts the whole mess that we have to enjoy him being the hero of. Yeah. And and so there's no reason for her to engage Enchantress in this manner. And also, on a fundamental level, I understand the studio's desire to go straight to the team up. I understand the studio's understanding that it was hard to juggle those three plot threads from BVS, so let's introduce Suicide Squad and then we'll introduce Justice League. The point is, Suicide Squad is in existence to be a bizarro Justice League. We don't enjoy the team-up bad guy movie until we have the team-up good guy movie. So fundamentally, its foundation is fucked. Totally. And, and also, then, and then they want to change also, the villain puts, that's connected to the thread. It's it's ridiculous. She puts she puts bombs in their heads. Like she doesn't need enchantress. Like, it, it, I, she, yeah. it doesn't make There's any. It lot. doesn't make any sense. You know, it's funny. There's um, a lot to pick apart. Have you ever gotten into these DC animated movies? 
No. CJ, they're amazing. Some of them are better than others, but the Suicide Squad one is incredible. Yeah. It's it's what this movie yeah, should have sure been. Yeah, sure it is. Yeah, it's so sure good. It is. Ah, so I think I know the answer to this next question, but does this movie make your Desert Island top five? Uh, no, it doesn't. As much as I enjoyed it, as much as I will watch it again, like I will watch it again at some point, I'm sure. I'm sure of it. I'm sure. Because I love the actors. Yeah. But I just, there's not enough. <clears throat> there's, there's, it's, there's too many issues. Too many warts, as yes. they say. I feel that. Right. To take, to take it onto the island. Um, so yeah, no, it definitely does not make the Desert Island top five. Um, and I'm not even sure. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder, 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 Oh my gosh, the songs. I wonder what would happen if it, if this movie existed outside of the DC CP. <laughs> if it could do its own thing. Like it, yeah, like if it was just kind of a standalone thing, if it would be, if it would be better, maybe you know, because it does, because it it does have to adhere to some rules and logic as yeah, much well, as it doesn't. Right? You know, like, it, it thought it did until it didn't. Yeah, because we definitely until it was go cut and pasted we, and snipped. We definitely go into Joss Whedon's Justice League, not even speaking of Enchantress and Incubus. Right. It's as gone. Yeah, it's as though that movie never happened. So it's it's very very weird. Um, this movie does not make my desert on top five for all of the reasons I stated before, uh, which is a right. shame because it's it's a, there's a lot of talented people here, and it just didn't so many talented people. It just didn't really didn't really add up. Um, yeah. No. Uh, bonus question: You ready? I am. Which character gets the TV spinoff, and what is it? Which character gets the TV spinoff and what is it? Well, it's got to be Katana. Go on. It's, it's Katana and it's basically like her life in, in a small village, right? And her having to overcome the fact that she has these supernatural powers. For those of you listening, the, uh, the bonus question, I, I just make it up right before the episode. I don't even tell CJ this is happening. I always have my answer prepared. CJ's answer is always in the moment uh but this week for some reason because it, because of the synergy of, of speaking with cj every week we had the same answer to who gets the spinoff and this and the setup this setup is exactly the same i was like it's a katana tv series but it's like her backstory like it's the events in her village yeah. that lead up to getting to yeah. like that's i don't want to see that i want to fucking see that that sounds I, great i want to see i want to see katana it'll be it'll be amazing all we got to see in this movie was her crying for a sword and talking to it she talked she, and she said, soon we'll be together. Yeah. And then we had to, again, Captain Exposition had to tell us what, yeah. what the fuck she's doing. Yeah, because she didn't get her fun, like, supercut. Oh, my gosh. It's so yeah. bad. What's your so special good. award, CJ? Well, my special award goes to the Suicide Squad. And the award is called, I don't care if you think it's just an iPod shuffle. I fucking love all those songs. <laughs> and I okay. want them in the movie. That's fair. I want them in the movie. House of the Rising Sun, Bohemian Rhapsody, 
What else? So many. Uh, I think Fortunate Son, too. A couple of Credence jams. It's a lot right? of hits. It's a lot it's of hits. Be. A lot of hits. It's yeah. like, what's the best What's the best moment of Ragnarok? Right? Well, yeah. Like, come on. You know, when that song plays, it plays twice. It plays twice. That's yeah. what people remember. So the iPod Shuffle Award. The I Don't Care If You Think It's an iPod Shuffle I fucking love those songs. That's a fantastic award. That's a fantastic award because that is the source of that is the source of our disagreement about this film. I hate the score of this movie, and you love it. So that's you know, but I respect your right to love it, CJ. And I think yeah, that's important. You. I would call it a sound. Would it be a soundtrack or a score? Because it actually scores the film. It's a score, even though it's songs uh, that say, we know already. Let, let's say the songs are soundtrack, and the score is what the composer created. Well, again, like when you go to see a jukebox musical, is that a score? That's a score. But this isn't. Well, partially because uh, there's no, allegedly, no track to a live musical theater show. Track is what puts the whole genesis of it into film. So it's the soundtrack. I think I smell, I smell a break off episode. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole thing about this. Yeah. Let's get let's get Marcos, okay. Marcos Santana, if you're listening. Start preparing score versus soundtrack. Let's do it. And all the arguments a four and two. I will die on this hill, carry this cross, put Where my horse in the die race. Where did this hill come from? I don't Where know. did that come from? I don't know. I'm just saying all what, the ones. What the fuck <laughs> is that? What hill? I hate it. Bunker Hill? Maybe. I'll get it. Yeah, What's your special award? Uh, not Afraid to Make You Read Award. <laughs> Ooh. Wait, this film has Ooh. this film is not Ooh. excellent, but they really trust the audience to be fast readers because they flash a lot of information in text up to you and three characters are subtitled. Yeah. Totally. So much writing. So much writing. And, so much pick, writing. and that's got a double meaning because it's got a double meaning because I did a bunch of reading before I went to watch the movie. And then you had to read during the movie. And then I had to read during the movie. And I, and after, this was after I had to read a bunch of like stuff for my master's degree. Yeah. So it's not afraid to make you read award. They really, they really did not trust Zack Snyder's style. They said, no. Did you hear that? Did you hear that? That was 17 people dropping whatever they were holding in their hand when they found out I was getting a master's degree. I, why is that unbelievable? That's not unbelievable at all. You're a very smart man. You're very well read and very educated. Ooh, ooh, I just reeled one in there. Didn't I? <laughs> <laughs> you sure did. All right, last question, CJ. Is this movie an icon right. or a Y-Con? Wow, that's such a hard question. <laughs> it actually is. It actually is a hard question because there is so much to like about this fucking movie. And and the fact that it was so polarizing was polarizing. Right. And the fact that people are still talking about it. Yeah. Well, they're soft rebooting it. And don't tell me that there aren't some iconic fucking actors in this movie. There are. And there's a lot of iconic music. For sure. Wow. Wow, 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 wow. <laughs> You know we love him. I, I, I stand Ryan George hard. I think it's a Y-Con. Okay. There it is. I think it's a Y-Con. But I'm, I, it's just 
it for me it's just barely a Y con. Okay. I would say You're gonna tell me it's a Y con. It's a firm Y con. It's a firm Y con. It's a firm Y con. It's not a flaccid hanging out in the wind Y con. No 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 it could this, possibly but, blow onto icon status. No, it's it's a firm Y con. It will never achieve icon status. I think what's iconic about it, it, it is it is a two hour and three minute reminder of how studio meddling can not only destroy a very well-conceived movie, it can destroy a well-conceived franchise because this is the turning I, point. I don't think it destroys it. Oh, it, it, I don't it, think this. I don't think this movie is destroyed. You'll see when you watch the next one. It begins a period of flailing towards excellence in these movies. Now, good. I'm glad that you brought this up. Yeah, because I'd like to make a request. Sure. The Snyder Cut is out. Nope, March 18th. March 18th. Yes. Oh. I'm seeing all kinds of trailers the that trailer, I now have to avoid. The trailer just dropped yesterday, uh, and it and I had to resist every urge to send it to you because you are the person I would send it to. Okay, so now I have to wait until March 18th. Well, here's the thing. You could watch that trailer. <sighs> You'll just be confused. I don't want to be confused. Okay. So I'm going to watch Justice, Justice League is next then. Nope. Or is it Wonder Woman? Wonder Woman is next. Wonder Woman is next. Okay. Wonder Woman is next, which is very a very very exciting movie. Patty Jenkins kills it. Yeah, no Wonder Woman. I've seen Wonder Woman. Oh, okay, good, good. Yeah, this is gonna be it. This is gonna be, this is gonna be. This and we have a special guest uh, for Wonder Woman. But uh, but bottom line, Suicide Squad, not a bad movie. Uh, you enjoyed it more than I did, but I don't hate it, and yep. I think yep. I think it's a great example of studio meddling. Uh, but I, I can't wait to see not only next week's movie and how you feel about that one, uh, what this new. James Gunn Suicide Squad is going to be like so the Suicide Squad yep they added the the so you know it's a different movie (laughs) okay Uh, well for Icon or Wicon I am Andrew David Sotomayor and I am CJ LaRoche and we'll see you (laughs) and we'll see you next time next time (laughs) 